0: Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort and money on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find a way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions. Because of that, these businesses grow, scale and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm your host at Better Automation podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business processes and life. My guest today is Arnaud Bellinga. Arnaud is the co founder of BreakCold, a personalized sales outreach tool. BreakCold allows users to automate their sales outreach workflow, personalize their emails at scale, and protect their deliverability. After studying for seven years to become a tax lawyer, Arnaud decided to devote himself full time to what he loves entrepreneurship. Arnaud, how are you today?
1: Hi, how's this? Thanks for having me. And hi, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: Yes, I'm excited. I'm so happy to have you here. And I know you have your own perspective on sales. So what do you feel, believe or think is the future of sales?
1: Yeah, actually, here we talk about automation. We are an automation sales software. But we actually do think that the future of sales is towards creating more relationship and towards more personalization and so you can still automate a lot of stuff uh, but people nowadays just took um, automation for granted uh, sometimes just import a csv into a software like us and then uh, they, they, they shoot emails um, and, and but they don't personalize the outreach and so they, they fail to create a, to start a conversation because this is the objective when you do um, B2B sales specifically. You want to start conversation first instead of being sales pushy. And so we think the future of sales will be more related to create relationships on social media. Actually, uh, it's already um, a term that is using um, more and more, which is social selling. And we think that the future of sales will be a mix between social selling, but also with the traditional cold outreach, which is cold calling cold emails, etc.
0: Thank you. And I don't want us to fall into the trap of the gift uh, of the curse of I'm thinking gift because I'm positive curse of um, expertise. So okay, imagine nobody knows anything. (laughs) Define specifically, what are like, how are relationships built in a B2B way? What is social selling? And how is that method like what you're proposing? What would be the steps or the phases to create such a sale?
1: Yeah, um, I think if you want to, to create a relationships, I think it's pretty much like the, the real world. Uh, normally, when you go, when you go to someone, um, I don't know, at a party or at an event, uh, you're not gonna present yourself and do a monologue for uh, 10 minutes and then uh, saying, yeah, are you interested in what I do? Um, and it's the same with emails, people sometimes just write, shoot you a l- very long email uh, and then they so they, they talk maybe for 10 minutes like it would be in the real world and then they just ask you a random question and actually um, it's more about first maybe liking a post, uh, commenting on a LinkedIn uh, post um, or, or tweet and then from there uh, sometimes people just reply to you and then they will see your title, they will, might be interested in your business they will shoot you a DM and also when you're commenting on other people's posts, uh, you, you, it's easier than to reach out to someone because you can personalize straight away, uh, but this is the, the manual way but you can also automate that with softwares obviously where with softwares um, you can aggregate the data uh, by scrapping for example uh, you have a lead, and then you can scrap all the information of the company of the prospect. And then you can aggregate all the data into one place, because actually many salespeople and many people who do sales, actually it's it's not the personalization aspect where they lo- where they they struggle. It's to it's so time-consuming. So it takes time to go to LinkedIn, then to change the window, then to go to Twitter, uh, then to prepare the email in another software or in your Gmail account, etc. And so, um, automation is uh, can empower people uh, here. And so, um, and when it comes to social selling, so the concept of social selling itself, um, it's more um, about um, people's t- people. People uh, sells it as a way um, to sell on social medias basically. So people now, nowadays they, they tend to build more their personal brand. Uh, so it's a segment of social selling. Another segment of social selling is just by engaging with posts, with tweets, with YouTube videos, whatever. Uh, social selling is also um, creating content and so then you have um, a link, a bridge between social selling and demand generation. And then all of that can fuel called outreach but actually when you do called outreach it will be warmer so it's half cold half warm
0: in a way thank you and if i understood you correctly you engage with people so they're familiar with you whether they're consuming your content whether they're having conversations and tweets and comments with you back and forth and therefore when you reach out to them or you're helping them with something you're adding value when you reach out to them the most important part of your email becomes not even the content or the subject, but your name, because they will think, Oh, I know that person. And therefore, they will open it a lot more uh, likely to open it, the percentages will be higher, and they will reply more. Is this correct?
1: Yeah, it is absolutely correct. um, Because even myself, sometimes I just talk with people, and then they shoot me a DM or an email. um, In a imagine to do it in a spammy way so they just again they shoot a really long email or a really long DM um, but we interacted for maybe a few weeks already uh, and so even though it might be uh, if I didn't know the person it could be a spammy message but because I know this person I'm more willing to first read it then actually consider it then obviously reply it and so um, and so yeah it's more natural basically and, and so the. Technically, you contact less people, but the return on investment, the ROI, is actually maybe five times better.
0: Thank you. And I'll play the devil's advocate a little bit, (laughs) which is this, because the foundational paradigm or premise that you're sharing is that you cannot... Okay, I will explain to you. Spammers, when they spam people, what they're counting on is they think, look, you cannot convince anybody of anything, you're trying to arrive at the right moment when somebody needs something. And then you play the percentages because it's all a numbers game. While other people say, Oh, yes, you can uh, influence people's frames and beliefs and thinking into choosing you rather than any competitor into desiring the benefits you offer, even if they were not aware of and they will cite like Listerine or whatever that was that they invented the bad smell of the mouth halitosis that they called it and then everybody, they created demand for a product that nobody cared about before. To you? What do you believe? Do you believe that really, it's not about convincing people, it's about being top of mind until they need whatever you offer, and then they choose you? Or do you believe that actually you can create demand even if people were not going to buy? by educating convincing persuading whatever it is
1: yeah i think from my personal um from my perspective i think it's a mix of both uh and it also most importantly it really depends on what is your business actually uh, because some type of business if you have an excellent offer and if you are really niched down with your business you can just do a cold email campaign and by and targeting the right people and just closing sales uh, really easily, uh, even sometimes without demos, because your offer is irresistible. Uh, but for other type of business where the sales cycle can be longer, where you don't have um, when you don't have um, an unstoppable offer and that it's actually it, you are in a saturated market and uh, where there's maybe I don't know a lot of VC money and everyone is competing, uh, the, the little difference will be to be like you said um, to be uh, top in top of mind. And, and so these small details will count. And so you, you want to do a mix uh, of both. So you want to do bo- both ways. So you want to, to create demand It's uh, as a regular basis. Uh, you want to feed your lead with content, etc. You want to start conversations with people that maybe they are not ready yet, but they will be at some point. And so you will be top of mind and then uh, on the side. So not on the side, but um, it's like a triangle where you do three things at once. Uh, you also contact people that you know they are already ready uh, and you know they're highly targeted and then you can just go with uh, a, co- a cold email campaign for example with um and, and crafting the, the right offer um, and um, because again um, with automation um, like you said some people they might be spammy but uh, it, for example I, I really like this because um people sometimes this the cold email has a bad reputation um, but it actually has a bad reputation because of some users uh, that just shoot emails without thinking and they go for the volume and numbers but actually some people are way smarter, they know how to ent- identify the target they will, for example, a concrete example will be that recently um, I was using this tool called Scrappy Bird uh, on Twitter where you can scrap um, leads from a tweet, from comments from likes and so you can just grab the, the the followers that like the post, a specific post related to your niche, then it automatically enriches with the valid B2B email address and you know for sure these people are interested in your business, in the problem you want to solve because you targeted a tweet related to that. And then you can just shoot an email with the right offer and you know they're warm because they they, magn- they, they signify interest for your product. So I think in, in general, um there's there's no there's no bad or wrong there's no good or wrong it's just about depending on your industry uh what you're selling and if it's the right time or not for the prospect so you should do the the free thing all at once so uh, social selling lead generation and demand generation which is kind of free thing
0: thank you that sounds fascinating but for a lot of people they will think those are so many skills so how come people are making money in business in general, because it sounds like nobody should be. Do you believe that there are, like you said, too much VC money and people who are burning money rather than actually making and earning revenue? And some people might look to them and think, oh, they're spamming and it's working for them. But actually, they don't understand the difference between profit and revenue. Or do you believe that It's possible. But also, uh, at the same time, a lot of people are simply creating relationships, and the relationships are making all those other things less necessary.
1: Okay, got it. Uh, So lots of questions in one. Uh, I I think um, if someone like when you're starting out, uh, your priority is to at least get users and then paying users. And so like you say, you you cannot um, do everything at once uh and so the, the best way for me and uh, for myself personally and from people that are at my stage um and so early stage startups is that they, they do they, they do like mornings uh, is for um um is for products um seo um uh, really in-depth product and then the afternoon is for outreach in general and so um you what what you do, and myself, um, we two co-founders. So my co-founder is handling the product, and I'm handling um, the marketing and the outreach, sales, etc. So actually, my job, for example, as a early stage startup starting out, kind of is the morning I prepare my campaigns, my outreach campaigns. In the afternoon, I I, I I'm focusing on distributing uh, content and uh, building a brand. Uh, so I think even at a small scale, it's possible. Like because in like four months, we achieve. Uh, a million uh, impressions per month on Twitter um, we, and uh, we're still a, a really small company and it, we generate loads of leads um, this way, um, but when you're really starting out and you cannot have every, every, all, the ke- all the skills and it takes time to build skills in many different fields, um, the best way um, from my perspective is to, to try on um, your hypothesis with cold emails uh, by doing proper outreach instead of first building a brand Uh, First, uh, you know, creating demand, etc. First, you want to validate your ID, validate your project and validate in revenues with paying users at least 10 people. Um, And so you want to focus on outreach straight away because you will get no's, but no's are good because then you can iterate uh, on your target, uh, on your offer. And then when you close, you can just scale the campaign and then you can start um, to think about the broader aspect and then focus on gen, demand generation and uh, maybe social selling. So um, story away I will focus more on on the call on the Q call outreach aspect.
0: Thank you, and therefore, if I understood you correctly, that right now people don't know or in the beginning, at least they don't know what works and what doesn't, they should be face to face with people and the closest thing is called email outreach they can begin conversations with them or test hypotheses and offers to see if something doesn't work, they should move on and test something else. When they find an offer that works through the hard trenches of cold email outreach and cold outreach in general, then they can use that same offer benefit idea in creating their content because they know people will be reading it who are interested in making their offers there as well as in social selling, in beginning conversations with warm leads, based on something that actually really work, works rather than guessing and never testing it. Because through cold email outreach, you can reach Thousands of possible leads, and therefore, you get a lot more data than trying just to write tweets and about random topics and not knowing what you're doing or what works or what doesn't. Is this correct?
1: Yeah, it is correct. It is correct. You you can validate a hypothesis or real offer way quicker uh, this way. Um, You can do it with cold emails, but you can also do it with cold DMs and automation on LinkedIn. But obviously, it's harder to automate stuff uh, on LinkedIn when you're starting out because sometimes you also have people to accept your invite. Even there's many ways to to bypass this, um, but we won't go into details maybe. Uh, but yeah, in in, the, in this particular way called emails is faster. Uh, and then on the side, you can reach out to a few targeted people on social medias to ask questions. Uh, but again, it still depends on your product uh, or service because if you do a service, Cold emails might be a better way, especially when you're starting out. Uh, But if you do a product, maybe you can have more value to spend time on social medias, especially Twitter, LinkedIn, um, to to just talk with people and ask questions to validate ID products. And when it comes to emails, you will have way more replies with cold emails because when you're not selling in cold emails and just asking questions, for example, let's say, You have a product that you want to validate, you want to build a SaaS, for example, and you can just ask questions. Yeah, I'm thinking about this idea or I have this better. What do you think about this particular problem? People will reply you way more than if you were to selling on having them on a demo of an actual product. Uh, For sure, it happened to myself Uh, for previous projects. It happened to many people I know. Depend on the approach as well.
0: Thank you. And you're mentioning Twitter and LinkedIn and and the ability you have to get a lot of reach through that. What do you know or understand about the Twitter algorithm and LinkedIn? Because a lot of people fail on it, even if they want to do social selling. How to create something that will be shared or will go more viral or will get a lot more impressions than what most business people are creating nowadays?
1: Yeah, I think um, the first first thing first, I uh, I believe people should not focus on reach, um, but better on quality reach. <laughs> uh, for example, like a few days ago, I, I got a tweet, who which ran viral, uh, like 300,000 impressions in like 12 hours. But business-wise it borrows barely nothing uh, and so and actually when I have some tweets or LinkedIn posts that have uh, a, a much smaller reach like um, like I don't know like 5,000 impressions it actually bring uh, lots of business <laughs> So again there's also perspective on that so people should bear in mind that it's not about the cloud going viral it's more about building gradually Uh, a brand but related to your business audience and people I think this is the part where they fail the most. Um, So this is the first thing and um, then on LinkedIn I'm not uh, really active a lot right now. I'm starting out uh, recently but when it comes to Twitter I can speak from my personal uh, experience. Uh, Like six months ago I had zero, one follower actually. Uh, I I wasn't a Twitter guy now I have almost 6500 and a lot, many impressions per month and i think the secret um, there's actually no secrets uh, it's just about consistency and engaging with people that that is the the basic solutions for the algorithm so you just need to find people related to your niche uh, or to the thing you want to talk about and you just need to engage with them every day so imagine you have 10 people you, t- you engage every day with these 10 people and and when it comes to the, the weekdays and weekends you want to tweet two tweets a day or two three tweets a day and that's it. I mean there's really no secret, it's just about consistency. But obviously if you don't have a good content, etc., um, you might grow slower. But the more you write, the, the better you get. And so if you're if you if you're consistent with your writing uh, and engaging with other people, especially people who are um, way bigger rich than you, you will notice patterns on how to write in good. Um, and so you will naturally get good at it. Um, and so there's pretty much no secrets. It's like anything in life just being consistent. Um, and, um, and 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 then there's a few Twitter, not hacks, but just tips. So for example, when you use particular words, you will have a, a broader reach by default um, because you you will have chances to go into the the trends section. For example, if you use the the word marketing, uh, or startup or business, um, automatically your reach will maybe double, triple, uh, even if you are a small account. But people don't know that, or they forget that. But most importantly, they they don't know that. And so they, maybe you have in- interesting tweets, and um, it just um, you don't just don't plug the right keywords. And I've done some tests. Uh, sometimes I just say the, the exact same sen- sentence or same tweet, just added the keyword, the trending keyword. And um, yeah, reach like, um, I have a five times more reach. Um, So um, it it does um, work. But yeah, otherwise, no, no secrets. But most the most important thing is just to, to relate to your business niche and people just sometimes just go for virality. And it's not the goal.
0: I agree. Because if someone will publish a cat video, they might get like a million viewers, but none of them will be interested in their cold email outreach or whatever it is app. And therefore, can you speak about break cold? What is it about and about yourself as well? What do you share on your social media and where people can find out more about Break Cold as well as about you? And I will write your Twitter in the description as well.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, you can find us at BreakCold.com. Uh, and by the way, if anyone is listening, you can shoot me an email at uh, uh at BreakCold.com. Uh, happy to answer any question. Um, but yeah, break cold. Um Obviously, we right now we are uh, sales outreach software uh, focusing on cold emails. Uh, the main difference uh, um, compared to all the tools is that um, we both we first a cold email outreach platform. Then that is powered by AI first lines. So right now you can find tools that do cold emails. You can find tools that do AI first lines, which is a bit trendy at the moment. But we we are the only tool that it can do both at the same time uh, and so people, when they import a CSV, if you have the LinkedIn URL or the website URL of your prospect, we're able to generate four different lines per prospect. The thing is, um, realized quite early on that um, there's many tools out there but they don't focus on the quality of the lines um, and uh, because people were complaining in the beginning uh, about all these tools and I noticed myself that It's really simple to create AI first lines, but to get quality is really hard. And so our focus was not to generate uh, lines depending on education or random stuff that are um, to propose users with limitless possibilities, uh, but rather to focus on just two kind of outputs. So website URL, LinkedIn URL, but with really high standard quality lines so um, really important and so yeah people come to us uh, especially to save time on personalization and then from there they they just prepare the campaigns um, and do cold outreach and we also have we also protect your email durability uh, which this this is an area where people fail a lot when they do cold email outreach is that um, maybe they have a good offer um, then everything's good but they they go to the spam folder uh, because they don't follow the best practices and so we help you um, with video modules, courses, free, integrated in the app, but also with technology, with email warm-up. Um, so yeah, you can learn more about it on the website. And but the vision is to um, go toward more uh, personalization beyond the first lines and, um, and, and enable people to actually leverage um, so the social selling aspect. So like we talked about uh, in the beginning. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And on Twitter, um, I'm sharing because you asked me what I'm sharing on Twitter. Uh, on, on Twitter, I'm, I'm not talking that much about the business itself. I'm more sharing about the journey and about the startup journey more. Um, so sharing numbers, um, et cetera. And uh, yeah, you can find me uh, at Um And yeah, and on LinkedIn, it's full content, uh, highly targeted on business and uh, more value here we also have a Facebook groups. So yeah,
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that you're moving towards a very holistic approach. Because like we said earlier, we're moving towards a world where all markets are saturated. And therefore you need every possible advantage you can have. And of course, before we finish, one of the biggest advantages you can have is Processio. And Processio is the modern low code, no code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise grade backend for your software. If Break Cold has an API, of course, it can integrate with it. So that's a cool thing. Yes, it does. And any listener or viewer can request access to a free account at processio.app. And for the business people who have big needs and want more, there is a very generous 50% discount code better 50 off one word capital letters to use on any upgrades more information in the description. I this was my privilege, my honor, my luck to speak with you. Thank you for this conversation. And I wish you a good day.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me as it was great conversations and really good questions. It made me think a lot. (laughs) Thank you. See you soon. Bye.